So up next on the You Ain't Enough Me podcast, this lady says she has two loves in life, food and music. From attending festivals to playing her own gigs, music surrounds her. From melancholy pop to upbeat tracks, this individual evokes deep thoughts about oneself at every turn. Here to talk us through it, it's herself, Rosina. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on here. I really appreciate the uh, the opportunity. No problem at all, no problem. Well, look, for anybody that doesn't know you, who are you? What do you do with yourself? Yeah, so like you said, my name is Rosina. <laughs> I am a 19-year-old singer, songwriter, adrenaline junkie, <laughs> um, just adventure like lover and obviously like I said food lover and music lover most importantly. I started out in music only a few years ago, but I've always had a thing for it. So uh so yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> I suppose before we really get into your music, your influences, your tastes, what are you doing now? You say you're an adrenaline junkie. Just out of curiosity, yeah. have you ever jumped out of a plane? I actually have. Oh, okay. Go on, go on. <laughs> I um, I was. It was around three years ago, I'm gonna say, and I went to Tenerife and did a bit of skydiving, and it was it was scary, but it, there was actually something quite nice about it, like relaxing. Um, it was. I know it's so strange, but I loved it. It was definitely a definitely a thrill seeking event. But yeah, it was awesome. Is there anything else just out of curiosity other than, you know, like, I mean, are you like a, a cross-country skier or something or do you, or do, you do anything <laughs> I any wild, you know? <laughs> no, I love traveling and just doing some like mad experience, like climbing um, mountains and all. When I was younger, I can't do it now because I think I get in trouble. But whenever I was younger, me and my mates used to climb buildings and just go and watch the views and listen to good music. And oh, it's just something so good about it. I mean, probably adrenaline rush, but it was... It was awesome and I love doing that so to this day maybe not climbing the buildings but um but definitely uh going on hikes and just observing everything from a view well I suppose yeah. just more towards your music right can you remember mm. the first cd you ever bought when you go mm. way back or somebody that bought for you and you were like I absolutely love this band or yeah. artist and I will love them to the day I die <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the earliest thing I can remember is a Spanish song and my mom had it on her little Nokia phone and I remember I used to like go into a room and steal her phone and I played it and it was called Magusas Too. It's by um, Manu, Manu Chow. I think I pronounced that right. But yeah, it was really, really chill. Um, they're quite like quite popular, um, quite popular artist. But yeah, it's really chill. It's like a mix of Spanish and French, I think. But um, but no, it's awesome. It's And I like would sing it all along. Didn't know what I was singing because it was <laughs> Spanish. But but there's like there's one line which says Magusta Marijuana. And I was like, yeah, that's a great line. I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> and what I was singing until now and I was like oh I was saying that as like a six-year-old <laughs> yes because most people say you know most people say something like Britney Spears or you know Westlife yeah. or you know their dad bought them you know or you know their dad was just in the Rolling Stones or something but and that was but you know fair play I like that one that's quirky that's unique I love it yeah definitely very strange but no it's an awesome song I still listen to it to this day fair play and, yeah. and what about then influences on your music in terms of you know did you have family members or friends who you know suggested music and then what bands or what artists or what did you pick up from there yeah so it's, I, I'm still thinking about this to this day but Thinking about whenever I was younger, I used to love Irish music and I used mm. to, my dad used to bring me to um, like the Coleman Centre and used to like learn it, uh, play the Baran. I was awful at it, but it was still <laughs> awesome. Um, you and me and both. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like whacking the thing. <laughs> but, then, um, but then I realised that um, in my early teens, I started surrounding myself with um, a group of these like awesome musicians and they're from Manor Hamilton. Mm. 
which is a little village in Leitrim. And I didn't realize that they're all musical until I started hanging out with them. But they're all like in a band and they're now actually quite big. They're getting bigger in Dublin. They're called Groove Line. So, you know, just got to gotta give them a bit of a mention. But, of course. Um, but uh, but no, their parents and all were in bands, and one of them is in a band called Keela, which is big, um, Irish Irish band in Ireland. And they kind of they started teaching me a little bit, um, how to play, and I like I was always told that I had like an actually decent voice, hmm. so I kind of started listening to them and picking up little bits here and there, and. From there, I just always surround myself with um with people who have a love for music, whether they play it or not, but. Yeah, I think that's kind of where where uh, I've, I've influenced because a lot of my family are are big into playing music or anything like that. So definitely for my mates. Then was there, you know, was there a particular, or is there currently a particular singer or band or or anybody that you would say influences your current sound? Yeah, so definitely in the past, London Grammar. I've mentioned it before on on radios and stuff. London Grammar were definitely a big, big um band influence wise I only listened to the songs probably like two years ago that's whenever I discovered them but I really I I love um the lead singer Hannah and just the way they're going right now is awesome they're turning more into the electronic side and that's exactly what I want to do as well like I'm listening to um this really really uh talented liquid drum and bass um producer who's also a singer her name is Kenya Grace she's getting quite big on them on TikTok and all of that now but yeah, I kind of want to start leaning more into that side. Not exactly liquid or bass, but start mm. leaning more into like electronic music and that sort of thing. London Grammar are a deadly band. Fantastic live, if you ever can get to go yeah. and see them. Oh, I, I saw them live um, <laughs> last year and I was like in awe. I was like, that is awesome. Well, I suppose your first piece of music that you gave to the world was Entwined. It was a collaboration. Mm-hmm. How was it different working with somebody else on a track? Yeah, so how it actually came about was um the guy who who was singing on it he's only like there's only very very small amount of him singing on it but Mm. basically his name is harry radford and he is a rock singer he's singing a band called yashin which were quite a big um, metal band and then he left there and he's now in a band called call me more they're actually just back from tour at the moment but um but he's good friends with um with my uncle who's like oh um Whenever I started playing music, I, I showed him some of my videos of me singing. He was like, oh, by the way, me and my band are going down to the studio. Um, if you want to come join us and sing on one of our songs. And then it turned out this was during COVID. So the band didn't actually make it down. They couldn't come because of COVID. But mm. uh, he was like, oh, you could still come down anyways. And you can record some of your originals. And I was like, amazing. So I definitely hopped on that opportunity. And then um, it was kind of, it was mainly just myself singing. But then I wanted some kind of male uh, vocals in the background so I got him to hop on into the studio and uh, we were kind of working together what like sounds right and all that and it definitely it's easier to come up with uh, <laughs> what suits the song better whenever you have more um, more people there but uh, but yeah it was, it was really cool it was an awesome experience and a great time down there. And then the next release was Undecided am I correct in saying that? Yes indeed. Uh, for anybody who hasn't heard this song <laughs> what were you undecided about? yeah what was I undecided about um so I got myself into a bit of pickle where I started dating a guy Mm -hmm. and my feelings weren't exactly there for him Mm -hmm. um and I had a thing for him but I wasn't exactly there it sounds like my current situation this is this is (laughs) (laughs) definitely a big situation (laughs) but um (laughs) 
but I ended up I, I ended up hurting him and I was like I was very very um I was ending up hurting a lot of people through it well not a lot but um, a couple of people through it and I was very um obviously emotional about that and I needed to kind of sort my shit out and yeah. <laughs> right so I wrote about it and um and then everything turned out okay and uh and yeah it worked out it worked out pretty well I basically was very honest with everyone and um that that kind of song came out it was slight it was, it was about that like a lot of my songs take influence from both personal experiences and also mm-hmm. others experiences and also um I try to tie it all in one but uh but yeah that's that's basically what I decided it was about <laughs> trying to decide between some people say that you know like people who are creative whether you're a writer or a singer or whatever say mm-hmm. that they almost use their uh-huh. medium of talent um as, as as like a diary or a way to sort of yeah. um release emotions did you find that do you find that in your writing in general maybe specifically in this song mm, definitely 100 and i don't realize it until after i do it like uh, i'll be um, like if i'm having a bad day mm. it, and it might not be about anything i might not be uh, singing about that bad day but as soon as i hop on um and start playing guitar or the keys and i start singing along like the most random thing ever um it definitely releases something which just makes me feel um like 10 times better and I don't I don't get down that often but whenever I do that's like what I turn to so but a good a good form of I suppose self-therapy would that be yeah (laughs) indeed 100% (laughs) if I didn't have it I would like I definitely need a therapist (laughs) (laughs) Fair fair, fair. and then your first song of 2021 was Mm. who can we tell um yeah I suppose can you tell me what that song was about and sort yeah. of what angle you came at it from exactly so this song i wasn't too focused on um the lyrics of this song and mm-hmm. um, it was kind of romeo and juliet inspired uh, a lot of my songs are romeo and juliet inspired not specifically romeo and juliet but that kind of whole concept um and the song i wanted to focus more on electronics uh and the the actual instrumental side to it basically um there was a band which i really really adored called vaults they're they're not together anymore but they're a really cool like electronic synth um electronica kind of band and they created some really really cool instrumentals and um and tracks and i wanted to take a big inspiration from them for that song and just create something because a lot of like my two songs before that they were quite down and very sad and mellow and i wanted something which had a little bit more oomph to it a little bit more um, like dramatize it and make it like out there and kind of put a bit more dance to it and so that's what I basically focus on who can we tell so I find it difficult that if if the song is emotional it's going to stay a very sad mellow song but if I just want to create something like poppy and dancey and like a little bit more exaggerated then I don't focus on like the lyrics or what the song is about as much just try create as much a uh, as much build up and all in it as possible so yeah i suppose you can sort of see where you started in terms of you know not quiet music but and, and where you <laughs> want to go in the trajectory in terms of the more electronic big vocals supported by you know big synth sounds um and and like a, perhaps a dj or you know somebody mixing and producing but i, I want to go on to what i for my for me personally is my favorite song of yours collapse collapse yeah very <laughs> gentle just sort of floats yeah. through the air you know if you had a, a rough day at work and you just wanted to put the earphones in and go for a walk you know I, I would feel that that would be almost the track um yeah can you tell me a little bit about it 
Yeah, so this song actually was my longest song. It took me two years to write this, and I, I'm not great at finishing my song project. <laughs> so it, I'm not surprised that it took me that long because it took me a while. I like kept going back to it. Okay, but um, but yeah, the guitar in it, I was so happy with how it turned out. Yeah. I'm not an amazing guitar player, but I'm happy with how the like the strings turned out in there and. Yeah, it's very beachy. Uh, the music video I shot it in a, uh, at a beach close by here called Yellow Strand, mm-hmm. and I just wanted that kind of um, chill, relaxed atmosphere for it. Um, yeah, but it took it took two years to write, so it's kind of based over. Yeah, a, a very long time, anyways, for what I'd consider writing a song. Like sometimes I can write a song like five minutes. Sometimes it can take two years. Yeah, that you can see. <laughs> But um, but yeah, no, it definitely suits that vibe of just being chilled out. And the ending, um, I wanted to have like a big kind of vocal ending, mm. uh, which I think I captured quite well. I was pretty happy with that. And I can see, I can definitely see, as I mentioned earlier, see that going that way. These big vocals really piercing. Mm. It's 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 it was like I said, a brilliant, brilliant track. But we bounced into twenty twenty three. There's an EP. What's, yes. What's the theme? What what were your what were your favorite? perhaps parts of it, maybe making it or your favourite track? Ooh, yeah. So the EP obviously includes two of the singles, which I'd already released, yeah. Who Can You Tell and Collapse. And then the other two were The Playlist and Spiralling. Um, and oh, I think this, I knew that this EP would be an end of a genre for me because I, obviously I want to start moving into more electronic music. So I wanted to kind of put a whole story in it of where I started to um, even though the EP is only four songs long, I thought I could try and capture it as best as possible. Um, so like the playlist, for example, that's quite an upbeat song. I've had a lot of good reviews about it. It got featured on BBC Radio, which I was like so excited about. Um, and how did that feel? Sorry, sorry for a quick digression. I always <laughs> ask people. You know, I mention. Um, you know, if you're uh, if if you're if you're a journalist, for example, right, mm-hmm. and all are all articles or the majority are all online as well but I imagine as a journalist to have your your article in a hard copy in a paper in front of you it means a lot so as an yeah. artist who's a singer songwriter band to hear your music been played to the unassuming thousands of people on radio I imagine that's a pretty special special time it's it's so bizarre like I, I definitely wasn't expecting it so whenever um Whenever I release a song, I obviously upload it onto BBC Introducing and hope that they listen to it. And yeah. a lot of my other songs in the past had been listened to. I'm like, oh, this, this is nice. it's not, it's not going to go too far. I'm just going to upload it anyways and hope for the of best. Of course, yeah. Why not? If you're um, not in, you can't win. Exactly. Yeah. So might as well, might as well try it anyways. And then oh, I'm, I must have uploaded it and completely forgot that I had done so. And one morning I woke up and I was just going through my emails and I was like, oh, your song was played on BBC Radio um, last night. And I was like what <laughs> I, I did not expect it at all and I was I was so shocked I couldn't stop smiling I came into work I told everyone and they're like what um and I did the same for whenever it was on Blast 106 because it was on Blast 106 first and I was like that is awesome like I love having my song played on the radio it, it's such a unique experience it's so difficult to explain but it kind of like it does back it up whenever you release a song you're not sure how people are going to feel about yeah. it and it's with the ones I release I don't it's kind of more for myself. I, I kind of gauge how much I like it based on whenever I release it. And I kind of see, does this sound well um, on a radio? And as soon as I hear it on a radio, I'm like, 
that sounds like the playlist sounded good on the radio and I was happy with how it sounded on the radio it's quite difficult to explain like Entwined got played on the radio whenever it first came out I was like I'm not too happy with how that sounds on the radio it's a good song but I'm, I feel like it needs to be more um for people to listen to like I don't make music just for people to listen course, to but yeah. it makes me happy yeah and um, that I can make someone really enjoy a song or something like that that brings me a lot of happiness mm. so whenever I heard it um with and they did a whole spiel spiel about it I was like oh my gosh so like, oh, <laughs> they gave me a whole story about my own song telling me stuff I didn't even know about it <laughs> um, but I was like this is this is incredible and I yeah I was just I was, I was so shocked I still am in shock to this day but no, it definitely gave me a bit of bit of motivation to mm. continue yeah. with it because as a as a creator, you like you do lose motivation. It's not about motivation; you just kind of kind of keep going at it, no matter whether you're motivated or not. So mm. that's kind of more the discipline side of it. Mm. But it kind of makes you think, oh wow, I can create something, and people will enjoy it, and people will will bring them some sort of excitement or happiness or put them in deep thought about their life and <laughs> one, one or the other but yeah it was yeah like I said it was, it was awesome and it made Perfect. me very 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 happy and then to bring you sorry just back to the EP mm-hmm. you were saying that that was you know to, to tell a story and you were chatting about yeah. you know the playlist was you know upbeat or whatever you know what and then there was a other you know the other three tracks were slotted in as well yeah exactly so I wanted to kind of show it's all kind of about, this is going to be a big word, but the vicissitudes of life. My English teacher taught me this Vicissitudes? Word. Ooh. Vicissitudes. Yeah, I know. I still use it to this day. I'm always so uh, so happy whenever I use it because it sounds so, um, so big. But I'm like, basically, it just is the highs and lows of life. And I kind of wanted to show that, like, the playlist is going on about um, being with someone you really enjoy, the, like, someone who you really enjoy the company. And dancing in the car and just having a good time mm. and then it also goes on to talk about the the kind of bad stuff which happens in relationships and friendships in the the world really and like you know, what is it you gotta have the bad times in order to enjoy the good times that sort of thing and then also this two shall pass it's my favorite quote um but it kind of goes on by the bad moment this will pass but the good moments will also pass so mm. you kind of got to appreciate all of those and I thought that the EP though all the songs are still quite emotive um I think they still like some of them like the playlist is upbeat can we tell is is the the instrumental is like very out there and uh and whilst and then collapse is obviously very chilled out goes through just uh taking a step back and kind of though the lyrics don't really represent that but kind of goes through it I, the feeling I get is just taking a step back, enjoying life, watching the waves come in and out. Um, and then, uh, what was the other one? Uh, spiraling. This one, um, this one I feel like I haven't had the chance to uh, show, even though it's out there. But yeah, I love spiraling. I remember working on the ending. But, you know, I remember co-writing that with um, with Harry, the guy who sang on Entwined. He helped me with, with the ending of it. And I cursed in it. I was like, I never cursed in my songs, but I was like... <laughs> fair play yeah. fair play and then mm-hmm. I suppose you know I talked about being played um, on the radio and played on BBC what, mm-hmm. what about gigs what about your interaction with the crowd mm-hmm. when you're at gigs do you enjoy it are you nervous if you were going on stage whether that be a co- you know in the corner of somebody's pub or on, in a bigger venue what's, mm-hmm. what's your relationship with that so I've done a lot of gigs um, in around Sligo. Mm-hmm. So I keep it in constant. <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're a woman in demand. 
Apparently so. It's just all coming down tonight. <laughs> but um, you know, I've done a, I've done a good few gigs in, in Sligo. I've done ones in bars, and bars are great craft, but mm. they're good for a certain type of genre, and it's definitely not my genre right now. <laughs> so um, whatever, like whatever I play gigs, I, I don't, I never um sang any of my like originals i only sang covers like mm. ed james and um, a lot of fleetwood mac which was great and they're good practicing yeah um but i had um my own gig there uh when was it? a good few few months ago anyways and it was incredible i was i was a little bit nervous because as a whole band who the, the people who were playing with me amazing musicians we never actually practiced as one whole band before right so Yes, yeah, so because I was I was freaking out before. That's a gamble. This. I was, yeah, I was I was like very very nervous before this. I was like, this is gonna be awful. This is gonna be the worst gig ever. And they're like, no, you just gotta be chill about it. We're all good musicians. We'll figure it out. And I was like, oh, I have so much trust in you right now that if this like I hope this is gonna be okay because it's kind of like my first like my own proper yeah. gig in that sense. Um, anyways we all came out and the night ended up being like a stand-up comedy mixed with music. <laughs> um, all of my mates who were all in like bands and stuff came along, along with their parents and like loads of friend groups and stuff like that. Like it wasn't like fans, but it was good friends and family who were there. And, um, and I got to sing all my, all my originals covers I've always wanted to do and uh, like sing. And, at the end of the night, everyone was like, your stage presence is amazing. You made the crowd laugh so much and you also made them cry so much as well. And I was just like, that's, I had such a good time and I want to have those kind of gigs and just chat to people and just see where they are. I got their opinions about songs literally there and then. And yeah. it, like maybe because they're friends or whatever, it made it easier. But even still, yeah, it was, it was such an incredible experience and it gave me such like an adrenaline an adrenaline hobby <laughs> whenever I was out there. Happy days. No, and, and, and yeah. the best and best of luck going forward. But in front of me now, what I have <laughs> is quick fire questions. I ask everybody pretty much broadly the same questions. And, okay. you know, I say it's going to be quick fire. Nobody has ever, ever went like, bang, 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 <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is, if you were a drink, alcohol or otherwise, what would you be? Now, I've been described as a pint of Guinness because um, people pretend to like me. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so but, but you can be anything. Do you know what I mean? It can reflect your personality. It can be a drink you like. Somebody once said, right, well, somebody once said Ribena. Somebody once said tequila. Someone said milk. It can be anything. <laughs> I'm going to say, and this is definitely, no one is going to think this, but I'm going to say whiskey. Whiskey. And is there a reason whiskey. for that? Ooh, strong personality. Can I say that? Okay. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man, love. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Second question. <laughs> second Let's question. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Moving simply on. Uh, second question. If you had a superpower, what would it be? What would you do with it? If I had a superpower, ooh, probably produce food like that. Oh, like just like cling and then just have it in your yeah, hand. So oh. Anything. Just first, produce like unlimited amount of sushi. Okay, so that's the first time I've ever heard that and I love it. I fucking yeah. love it. That's what we done. <laughs> fair play, fair play. The next one is food oriented as well. What's your hangover go to? Your hangover snacks. Some people's is a Chinese and a duvet, others people is a bougie. other people's eat nothing at all and just go at it again. Some people is their particular crisps. What's yours? 
sushi. My sushi is so good for you. It tastes delicious. It's a little bit pricey, but I, I'm willing to spend my money on it. So sushi all the way. Okay, so I like sushi. Okay, <laughs> but I could think of fucking nothing worse than when you're absolutely <laughs> dying to tackle sushi. Like I can understand a, a fish. Raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand a fish pie, or I can understand like a fish and chips out of the chip shop. Uh, but that's fucking mad. <laughs> I know well. I love it. I know. Just, it's it's such a strange thing, but it, it's, I feel like <laughs> it doesn't fill me up too much, so it's quite light on my stomach. But at the same time, it has to be good sushi, right? Yeah. If that's dodgy sushi, that's gonna make you a million times worse. Yeah. It's gonna go the complete opposite way, you know. Yeah, it's a risk. It's a risk. I'm willing to. Take. It is. It is. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Right. So, um, the penultimate question: You're allowed to go on a date. It can be with anybody, living or dead. Um, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, but for me, if I was given the option, I would have a romantic date. Um, who would it be? Where would you just go? What would you do? What would be the situation? Oh, damn. Ooh, I'm just trying to think of all my celebrity crushes. You're like, there's so many, I just can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mm. You know, he's definitely a very interesting character and uh, and just out of um, that massive court case. Johnny Depp. Now he's older. But I'm very interested just to hear about his whole life story and what he's like. He seems like a very interesting guy, and he's a very handsome guy for his age, you know. True, so I want to, I want to, I want to see what um what what type of life he's been through. Okay. Um. So yeah, that'd be interesting. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Good answer. Good answer. Um. Final question. I have a magic ball in front of me. It's not Mystic Meg. It's Mystic Jack. Yeah. I haven't come up with a better name yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll deal with it. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, you can have any gig you want. It can be supporting your favorite act of all time. It could be headlining the RDS or Croke Park. Sold out mm-hmm. solo gig. It could be playing in the first bar you've ever played in. What would you? What was it like? you know what um it's kind of like sidetracking from it but I'm gonna bring it back around to it so I was recently in Nepal for a few months and there is I did put some volunteering out there but I met like a lot of talented very very talented people music wise and also dance wise and the people out there, I'm not sure if you know, but the Nepalese people are like incredible. They're like the nicest people you will ever meet in your life. And I can just imagine, I went to a place called Pokhara and I could just imagine, I'm not sure if there is something like this or not, but just everyone um, of all different nationalities um, being up in the mountains of Pokhara um, with loads of different supporting acts from different cultures and stuff. And then having obviously myself as a main act and just seeing everyone in amazing mood like we were out dancing the streets whenever I was over there and there was like loads of different like street dance competitions and singing competitions and uh, I think that would be such a cool idea to have something like that so So a little mini festival a melting pot of just culture from all across the world in this one beautiful place yeah I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. When that festival happens, please pop me down for a ticket. Do you know what I mean? It has to be done. I'll, I'll get you in there for free. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. I was going to say, put the deposit down. I'll square you up yeah. a few things. <laughs> um, just finally, before I let you go, is there anything coming up in terms of releases or gigs? Where can people find you on socials? What to look out for? 
Yeah, so I'm going to be going back to the studio this summer. I'm going to be releasing and making some interesting music. Not like my typical genre, obviously, end of an era for me. So I'm going to be moving more into electronic music. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, you can get some sneak peeks on my Instagram, which is just Rosina Official. Same with my Facebook. And also YouTube is just Rosina. I'm just trying to think of all the other social medias. Also just <laughs> Rosina on um, Spotify and Apple Music. So an easy one to remember, but uh, one for the roads. So that's, that's where you can find me and that's what to keep a lookout for. Fantastic, so. fantastic. Well, look, Rosalina, or Rosalina, hear me. Rosalina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I was like, God damn, you could do the whole interview, Jack. <laughs> Thank you very, very much, Rosalina, for coming on and chatting to me. Thank you so much.